They are calling it one of the greatest individual performances since Randy Johnson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is you decide to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day. My family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. We do things a little bit differently. We do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We also cover ASU football and ASU basketball, all presented by the unofficial presenting sponsor, Muya Billings. Uh, hey, um, Friday part two, I guess, um, or Friday part one, depending on how you look at it. I did not get, uh, um, I finished yesterday's show right around, um, midnight or a little bit after, uh, but I was tired and so I didn't upload it until, uh, this morning. And then, of course, obviously, um, I just uh, started recording now at uh, 6.05 p.m. uh, on this Friday. So, I guess you say Friday part two um, or Saturday, you know. But this will be done um, by probably by 7. Probably you'll be available. You guys will be listening to it on the uh, Central uh, between 8 and 8.30 um, before you hit the hay if you want. Everybody mountain, it'll be ready about, about 7, 7.30. Because this is a short show, um, and I hope you're uh, uh, fine with that because that's all I have as just uh, Diamondbacks and a another uh, Cardinals uh, topic. No uh, media availability since the Cardinals play um, tomorrow. If there is, or if there was, uh, they haven't uploaded it. Same with ASU. Um, so we just we're just gonna go with what we got. And like I said, what we got is uh, uh, Cardinals uh, from AZ Cardinals. No, 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 Cardinals from Arizona Sports. A topic that they have uh, talking about jo- Josh uh, Dobbs entering the competition of quarterback. And then um, from, and then that's uh, Arizona Sports YouTube page. And then um, from uh, dbacks.com, the the Diamondbacks. So uh, just uh, two topics uh, for today's show. Um, that, uh, and then obviously um, uh, the other. Uh, three Reds games we'll be talking about on uh, Monday show and um, uh, the Cardinals game will be on Monday show um, and I think that's that's it and any other media availability will be Monday show but I think everything is is uh, that that I can talk about is available now so um, and uh, ready for uh, another weekend. Uh, I know I am, and I'm sure you guys are as, as well. Um, I have a um, I have a pretty cool meeting um, with uh, Rico, the general manager of Muya Billings. Um, I I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know how you know what the what the conversation. 
is uh, going to be about what's or what's going to come of the conversation. But if you if you live in Billings and you want to stop by um, uh, this weekend, uh, say hi. It's going to be um, it's going to be between two and probably between two and 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 four. And I know that's like a you know, pretty, pretty big gap. I, I don't know exactly when, um, he told me to come around too. Um, I will probably be there around then. Um, and so if you see me, you see Rico and, and you're in Billings and you're, you're, um, uh, near Muya, stop in, say, Hey, um, and I, I'd love to, uh, meet you. I'd love to talk to you and, uh, you know, hang out for a little bit um and so uh uh, i'll uh, give more details on on that um but uh and get yourself a shake the shake machine is up i said that it was going to be up on um monday it ended up being late monday so if you went early part of monday i apologize it wasn't available um but it was later in the uh in the afternoon evening that um that the shake machine was up but I had one today and it was it was fantastic. Um the uh, s'mores shake at Muya. So um I'm it, it's good. <laughs> it's really really good. Uh so definitely worth worth that. And um it'll cool you off, cool you off and and it's kind of it's cooling uh down a little bit here in in Billings but um still still warm in the afternoon so um, but it doesn't mean even if it's cold, people still get shakes, ice cream, crave ice cream in a cold. I know I do. Um, so it's good for any time of year, but if you want something like that to cool you down a little bit, that'll do it. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. I already gave out sound credits. Uh, like I said, uh, um, com and, uh, Arizona sports YouTube page. And uh, that's it. We'll go ahead and get into uh, the uh, Diamondbacks and the game that was played um, last night. Um, first game of four against the Reds. And we'll get into that conversation up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. Muya Burgers, Fries, Shakes, and Billings is the unofficial presenting sponsor of Big Sky Sports Talk. There are several Muya locations throughout the United States and a couple of locations internationally. Let's start out with the food. The burgers are fantastic. They have burgers for every lifestyle, vegan, keto, low-calorie, as well as gluten-free. My personal favorite is the cheddar bacon barbecue burger. Their fries are always fresh, and don't forget about the Muya sauce. You can get a shake to go along with it. Though the food is good, I always leave satisfied but their customer service is at the top. Rico, he's the general manager of Muya Billings. He and his staff are top-notch. They are located at 2695 King Avenue West in Billings, Montana. So go see my guy Rico. He'll hook you up and tell him I sent you. Muya Billings, the unofficial presenting sponsor of Big Sky Sports Talk. I said at the top of the show that um some people are calling it the um best pitching performance uh 
um, since Randy Johnson's perfect game in in Atlanta. So it will go down as one of the best, if not the best, pitching performances definitely at Bank One slash Chase Field. And even greater than 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 uh, Tyler Gilbert's no hitter. Tyler Gilbert's no hitter was fantastic, but um, Merrill Kelly, in in retrospect, was was much better. And all of this under ninety pitches, I think he was just a little bit over eighty. Uh, he was warming up for uh, the eighth, but uh, the hamstring was giving him fits, and uh, he he just he couldn't uh, go any longer. Um, but he went, um, seven innings, uh, gave up one hit and had 12 strikeouts, no earned runs, no walks, 2.97 ERA on the season. Now, um, Kyle Nelson went two thirds of an inning, gave up one hit, two earned runs, um, walked one, uh, has a 3.26 ERA. Castro went a third of an inning to finish it out. One hit, uh, one walk, 5.02 ERA. Seawald closed it down, um, pitched one inning, walked one, struck out two, uh, has a 2.94 ERA. Diamondbacks win 3-2. to two. And um, a lot from Corbin Carroll to give them the lead in the eighth. Um, it was a two-run blast. And... Uh, um, it uh, ended up being enough. Uh, Diamondbacks win three to two. Uh, Castro gets the win. Obviously, unfortunately, Merrill Kelly gets the no decision. Um, and um, Paul Seawald gets gets the save. Diamondbacks three hits or three runs on ten hits, no errors. Cincinnati uh, two runs on three hits, no errors. Um, and, uh, Cattell Marte went two for four. Um, Buddy Kennedy as a DH 0 for three. Jace Peterson as a, a pinch hitter, uh, one for one. Um, Tommy Pham, one for four. Uh, Christian Walker, 0 for four. Lourdes Guerrero Jr., one for three. Evan Longoria, 0 for three. Um, Perdomo, no, not Perdomo. Uh, Perdomo and um, Alec Thomas had uh, had a plate appearance, um, but uh, went zero for zero. Corbin Carroll, two for four in the home run that uh, gave them the lead. And then uh, Nick Ahmed, 0 for three, and uh, Gabby Moreno, uh, three for four on... Uh, on the day, uh, here's uh, how the game went down. Good numbers for Merrill up and down the board. Good numbers home and road. One thing he'd like to get is a little offensive support. In his last four home starts, his record is 0-1. He's pitched to a 274 ERA, held the opposition to a 227 average, got zero runs of support while he was on the mound. The Reds rematch with the Diamondbacks. T.J. Friedel leads off Matt McLean. Ellie De La Cruz fresh off a spectacular showing in the sweep against the Angels. And a good start for Merrill Kelly. Well, I alluded to it in the open. Merrill Kelly's ability to command that baseball and move it around the strike zone should play well against this young Reds lineup. Matt McLean has been on fire. And these guys went to right. 
And right there is Tommy Pham under it. And Pham makes the catch. Ellie De La Cruz standing in. And the ball rocketed, and Walker takes it away from him on a leaking, leaping grab at first base to Rob De La Cruz of a hit. Boy, Cowboy, I would imagine the Reds could use a good start out of Brandon Williamson tonight. And Cattell gets it started. Rolls one into right field, the leadoff single. 2-2. Strike three called, got him looking with a cutter over the outside corner. Down on strikes, Brett Kennedy, and there's one away. Bam hits it on the ground to the third baseman, chance for two to second one. McLean to first, close out as Pham hits a double play. Boom. 5-4-3 around the horn, Marte to McLean in, Carnacion Strand. Two up, two down. So Merrill fell behind him, 3-0, came back through a strike, and then a guy a ground ball out. Five up, five down for it. Christian in, Carnacion Strand, bats with nobody on and two out, scoreless in the second. Here's the 2-2 uh, two, two and a swing and a miss. Merrill's got his second strikeout, six up, six down. We go to the bottom of the second. Noel V. Marte steps to the plate. Slug beyond third, sharp base hit. That's extra bases. Gurriel. Digs corner, Marte up to second. He lashes a double. Very powerful swing. Noel de Marte. The pitch to him and a swing and a miss. Merrill gets a strikeout again, utilizing that changeup. That'll be the pitch. Swing and a miss. Another strikeout by Kelly, who's struck out four now. The one-two to Friedel with two outs. Popped up on the infield, called for by Ahmed. Nick Andrit on the dirt and has it. A step back into the grass, and the side retires. No ball, two-strike count from the left-hander, Williamson, and here he comes. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with a changeup, one down. That was about as ugly of a swing as you will see a major league hitter take. Since returning from the IL on August 13th, Marino's hitting 310. Gabby, a bullet up the middle. Boy, Williamson had to duck and cover a fastball right back up the box. And that's the third Diamondback hit. And here's Marte rocketed the base hit to right his first time up. There's a chopper to short. Let's see if they get two again. And they barely get one. Safe at second, in fact, as Dela Cruz couldn't get out of his glove in time. The Reds want to challenge it. Yeah, they're going to have to. Oh, man, yeah, that's really close. Be, I think he's going to be safe. Yeah, I think that's tough to overturn. The call on the field stands. The runner is safe. Ooh. Cincinnati will lose his challenge. Marina will be at second with Marte at first with one out of the inning. Let's see if the Diamondbacks can capitalize. Dribbler to first, Encarnacion Strand, backhand, race to the bag. Got there in time for the force. The lead men advance, Moreno to third, Marte up to second. Three balls, two strikes, runner at second and third. You're one pitch away from getting out of the inning. On the inside edge, struck him out of the changeup. And Pham is unhappy. The Diamondbacks strand him at second and third. Reds only one hit so far. The Noel de Marte double in the third. Wow. Got him with a slider. Strikeout number five. Oh, boy. Oh, just gorgeous. He dropped that curveball in there and froze him. He has struck out for the last five. And fires on 2-1. Ground ball to short. Ahmed's got it. And Nick fires the first in time to get steered. And then the inning, one, two, three. So now two gone, and here's Evan Longoria. Strike three, Cole. Over the outside corner, down on strikes, Evan Longoria. The backs are down one, two, three in the fourth. One away in the fifth. Christian Encarnacion Strand bats now. And a swing and a miss. He got him again on the changeup. Number seven of the night for Kelly, and two quick outs here on the fifth inning. Two outs, and a breaking ball is hit to short. Ahmed gobbles it up, fires the first high, but out, and that'll end the inning. One, two, three again for the five innings for Merrill Kelly. So the Diamondbacks get the first run of the third in this ballgame. One out of the inning. Now the batter will be Marte, who has singled into a fielder's choice. Marte has knocked in 63 on the year. 
Crack to third. Carroll breaks. Throw to the plate. It's there. The tag. They got him. Outstanding execution by Marte and Stevenson, and they cut Carroll at home plate. Let's see if Bunny can do something. It was a uh, big second out there and getting that out of the plate. Swing and a little looping liner. Caught it first by Christian Encarnacion Strand, and the inning is over. Facing a very aggressive young swinging team. He's taking advantage of him tonight. 60 pitches, 44 for strikes. The only hit, Noel de Marte, double the lead off the third. Big, tall, lanky left hand batter at 6 5. And boy, hope he's okay. Athletic trainer Tomas Vera races out with manager David Bell. Right above the knee, trying to stretch out that quad. Well, it's 0 2 as Benson gets back in there. The pitch. And it's a swing and a miss. And Benson out on strikes. Eight strikeouts now for Merrill Kelly. Two pitch. Swing and a miss. Strikeout number nine. And two quick outs in the red six on the ground ball to first. Walker's got it. He'll take it to the bag himself. The inning's over. One, two, three for Kelly. We go to the bottom of the six. Make it 14 consecutive for Tommy Pham. The former red has a leadoff single to start the six. The pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a cutter down. And that's the fifth strikeout of the game. Two, two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Brandon Williamson. Six for the game. Outside, and there's two on, two out now for Corbin Carroll. Swing and a high fly ball into left. Lazy fly for Steer near the line. He'll make the catch. Side retired, and the Diamondback strand two more. Six complete at Chase Field, and we are still scoreless. 74 pitches, 54 for strikes through six innings. One hit scoreless baseball for Merrill Kelly. One two pitch to him and a swing and a miss. And that for Kelly is 10th strikeout of the night. Right there, Merrill Kelly has matched his season high 11 strikeouts and he rings up De La Cruz. Swing and a miss, struck him out. And he has tied his career high with a dozen strikeouts. And the Reds are down in order for the sixth time. And they're loaded for Buddy Kennedy. And we may get a pinch hitter here. It's like Jace Peterson is coming off the bench to bat for Buddy Kennedy. Base is loaded, nobody out here for the Diamondbacks. Swing and a drive to right. Long run out there, and that ball gets down. Extra bases. One is in. Here comes a Noel. They're going to hold everybody up. And now we got a mix match at second base. And they don't know it. And here comes the play at the plate. And they're going to get him. And it is one to nothing, Diamondbacks. And uh, this isn't good. Yeah, Merrill went out to warm up, and all of a sudden, uh, Max Esposito, the trainer, walking off with Merrill Kelly. But he'll face a pinch hitter with the DH spot due up. Nick Senzel just brought back from AAA. Hit high in the air, deep left. Guriel back, curls corner on the track, gone! Senzel in his first game back, ties it in one! He looked right into the dugout. Tyler Stevenson on a slider way off the plate outside. Sent to center, Carroll coming on, that's down, wave is on, here's Marte, he scores standing! Stevenson gives the Reds their first lead. Well, Corbin last helmered in Cincinnati when the Diamondbacks were there after the All-Star break. That's a long time ago. And a fly ball to right. Hit it pretty well. Back of the warning track at the wall. It's gone! Carroll did it. A two-run shot. And he's given the Diamondbacks a lead 3-2. to two. His first home run since July 23rd. 99 bats ago. 3-2 D-backs. Well, it's two outs down. Here's Encarnacion Strand who struck out three times tonight. Steer runs, here it is, and strike three call right down the middle. And Seawald gets the save, and the Diamondbacks get a win tonight over the Reds by a final score of 3-2. to two. Another comeback win for the D-backs. Holy cow, a night of ups and downs. 
night of ups and downs indeed. Um, some base running errors, other different things. And Merrill Kelly, like I, 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 like I said, under 90 pitches. I think it was 84 or, 80, 84 or 86, somewhere in there. And uh, he could have – he might could have gone a complete game. At least gone uh, – probably done eight. I don't know if uh, Tori Lavella would have uh, trusted him to go nine. Maybe he would. I don't know. But it, it was fantastic if not for that hamstring – and that that's that's rough. Uh, Diamondbacks uh, do play uh, today. Um, he actually just in a little bit from this uh, recording, um, seven forty. So in a little uh, little over an hour from from right now, uh, they will play. It will be Brandon Fott, the right hander, against Hunter Green the right-hander for Cincinnati. Um, and so uh, it'll be game two of four for uh, this uh, four-game stretch. Very, very important four-game stretch. Um, and now the Diamondbacks uh, should be above Cincinnati in the wild card. We'll check the wild card first. Uh, they are. Yep, they are in that third wild card spot right now at 67 and 61. Um, winners of five straight, eight and two in their last ten. Um, and then as far as the regular standings, they are back in second, 12 behind uh, the Dodgers and a half game ahead of San Francisco. Uh, that's that's looking good, looking a lot better than, than what it has been. So Diamondbacks need to keep, keep on winning, though. That's that's the that's the key. Um, we'll get into a, uh, a, a little bit of Cardinals conversation up next on uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. So there was a uh, conversation uh, between uh, Wolf and Luke on the Wolf and Luke show uh, on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports and just kind of talking about with Josh Dobbs joining the competition where where are the Cardinals going to go for quarterback uh, week one and uh, maybe a little bit beyond uh, before Kyler returns? Wolf, well, we, uh, we just had the poll question there during Wolfing Down Your Lunch of what was the best trade the Cardinals made yesterday. And the majority said the Josh Dobbs trade, so we may as well jump into that. First of all, when's the last time the Cardinals made three trades in one day? Man, I have no idea. I can't think of a time that's happened. But it just, it's indicative of Monty Ossenfort and what he is saying when he makes all of these moves. Uh And what he's saying basically is this is a very, very fluid situation right now. And I don't care. I know he's not trying to send a message to anybody, but inside that locker room right now, anytime you feel comfortable, do it at your own peril. Yeah, I think that's that's the message that whether Monty Austin Fort wants to send that or not, whether he's trying to send it, it's getting sent. Sometimes you send a message without intentionally doing it, right? Yes. And, and and he's and I don't think that's a bad message to have <laughs> no. being sent. But it, it it does. I mean, even just watching this team, doesn't that kind of put you on alert a little bit yesterday? Like, okay, well, you know, I I assumed that 
I, I think a lot of people looked at this season like, yeah, okay, it's you know, let's try and get as high of a pick as we can. That's not how Monty Austin Ford is approaching it, other than he got, you know, a first round pick from the Texans. He's approaching this as all fifty-three spots on the roster, he's going to micromanage for lack of a better term until he gets his guys in there and we're seeing it even if it's somebody that you kind of thought was like yeah that guy will be here he's not really he's not really you know doing that much for them to win games but he's gonna be here nobody nobody's locked in here I was I was asking this question before the show who do you really feel confident is definitely going to be here a year from now and and we all have some names we'd rattle off but (laughs) after yesterday I don't know how confident you can feel anybody is going to be here unless they play well this year you know what's so interesting about it as well, Luke? All three trades, a little bit different, a little bit different take. And that's why I say, once again, even though he was not planning to try to send a message to the rest of the locker room, I really think that he did. When you think of the Isaiah Simmons trade, do, can you imagine a guy that has more talent than Isaiah Simmons? No, I don't, not really. I don't, know, I don't know if there's a guy on the team that you could wave around and say he's got more talent than Isaiah Simmons. I, I don't think you can find that guy, and yet Isaiah Simmons was moved. When you think of Josh Jones, Josh Jones was at a depth position. He was not starting on the offensive line. Now, he was he was fighting for a starting job, but he was not a starter on the offensive line. It was a depth move right there and then of course after that you know you're you're talking about a quarterback that you you could look at this situation in the quarterback room and think to yourself my goodness we're pretty pretty well set yeah right there with Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon David Blau these guys have played in the past that seems like a good three right there while Kyler Murray is is getting well and now all of a sudden you make a move where a lot of people didn't think you had to make a move and you bring in Josh Dobbs. So think of the three different trades and what it covers. It really does cover the locker room for the most part. It, it does, and specifically with Dobbs, it it really it really raises questions at a position where, you know, look, it's been a conversation point over the last couple months. What's going to happen at quarterback? Just because Clayton Toon has kind of. He's made a name for himself. I don't want to say he's burst onto the scene because it's not like he's been amazing in the preseason, but he's made a name for himself and he's getting reps and he's earned those reps. And, you know, he's he was working into this equation and and it was already a question mark going into the season, not knowing how long this equation is going to stay this way before Kyler Murray comes back. But to your point, it kind of seemed like they had enough pieces. They just had to sort it out. Then you go get a guy like Josh Dobbs and I'm guessing they didn't bring him in just to cut him a week from now. So he's in there now, too. Exactly. That is a thing. I can't get over this, basically. It's just looking at it. I still believe that Colt McCoy is going to be the week one starter. I still believe that. But there's a lot of evidence here against that assumption. (laughs) (laughs) There is. I was talking about this earlier. Um, Colt McCoy hasn't been on fire. It's not like he's he's been bad, but it certainly is not a situation where Colt McCoy has been on fire. And Clayton Toon, this rookie, this this rookie that was drafted in the fifth round who had the unmitigated temerity to actually say he thought he was the best quarterback in the draft, he hasn't been a disaster by any stretch of the imagination. He's been pretty solid, as a matter of fact. And 
Now suddenly you go out and you bring in Josh Dobbs. Um, look, when Kyler Murray comes back, you've got to ask the question, who goes? Yeah. Because you're going to keep three quarterbacks. There's no doubt about that. When Kyler comes back, who goes? Is it going to be Clayton Toon? No. No, you're not going to let that rookie go. Um, I think David Blau and Jeff Driscoll will already be gone. That's just me, and I wish them well. But it comes down to two veterans, man. When Kyler Murray comes back, is it going to be Colt McCoy or is it going to be Josh Dobbs? Let me ask you this. Do you you think they already know the answer to that question? Or was this a situation where, and I could see this being the case, where they saw Josh Dobbs is available. He obviously has ties to Monty Austin Ford and, uh, and, and Drew Petzing. And, and they were like, let's get him. Kyler's probably not going to be back till at least, you know, week five or whatever. We'll sort it out then because I'm with you. They just drafted Clayton Toon, and he hasn't given them a reason to cut him. And so right. in some ways, he's their guy. So I don't think he's going anywhere. And obviously, Kyler, when he comes back, is your starter. But I wonder if they just decided, let's see how this plays out or if they already kind of have their answer in mind. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, right now, too, um, typically I would say, well, of course. Yeah, okay. You, you got Josh Dobbs. You you traded for him. You brought him in here right now. Um, he's not going to learn this offense without playing in a game. Are you really going to run Josh Dobbs out there in the first game of the season when he doesn't even have a snap, a preseason snap underneath his his belt here with the team? Um, typically, yeah, you would say that. But what's interesting about this, and it's what you brought up and have many times, he knows this offense, and he knows this terminology because of Drew Petzing mm-hmm. and what Drew Petzing has done and and used. And this offense, I think he probably would be able to pick up fairly quickly. That just makes it even cloudier to me well as to what this move means he is a rocket scientist too as your brother pointed out (laughs) we had him on so literally yes literally a rocket scientist uh here's uh here's jim wyatt actually on burns and gambo yesterday talking about josh dobbs yeah and he moves well i mean and and really to be honest with you when you've got a guy who's an aerospace engineer that was his major guy's getting an an astronaut i mean you, you he picks up things very quickly and you could tell that when he got here last year in December he signed and then less than a week later you know he's starting and and picking up the offense in a hurry and then by you know 10 days later he's starting in a game trying to get this team to playoffs and, and if not for a late uh, game turnover you know he got would have got at the Titans into the playoffs last year so there's no question he has the smarts I think there's no question he has the arm strength and some athletic ability and uh, he's not a guy either that's going he's probably about a perfect teammate as you could have because he's just a classy young man who is willing to help people around him so let's see wolf he he already knows the offense and he's an aerospace engineer so yeah. I think he can pick up whatever parts of the offense he doesn't know in the next couple of weeks if if they chose to go down that route Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. And, you know, my brother Craig was talking about him as well and kind of gushing on him when the Steelers drafted him. What was that, 2017? Was it 2017 they drafted him in the fourth round? And um, he really liked what he saw from Josh Dobbs there. But, um, you know, listen, I, I have a hard time believing 
that Colt McCoy, though, is not going to get the opportunity to be your starter. I have a hard time believing that, but right now, again, the evidence is mounting where that may indeed be the case. See, this is this is where it gets kind of weird. He hasn't done much in the preseason, but it, it, it was by design. It's not like he's been out there and playing poorly. Colt McCoy when he got to throw four passes in one game and he got to throw eight in the other one so it's he just hasn't played much in the preseason because up until yesterday it was just sort of assumed he would be the starter so I I I don't know like are we gonna see him tomorrow now I mean it'd be very interesting to see who gets reps at quarterback tomorrow against Minnesota man I honestly would (laughs) that would blow my mind (laughs) if we actually saw Josh Tops out there in a cardinal uniform you know brown 80 brown 80 (laughs) taking a snap from center um wow that would be that would truly be amazing. I don't think so. I think we're going to see an awful lot of David Blau, maybe even Jeff Driscoll, maybe actually see him out there as well. But I think Clayton Toon also is still going to get a lot of reps, and he should, Luke. Yeah, and He as, should get a lot of reps. As we're having this whole conversation, you can't see it because you're in Minnesota, but on one of the main TVs in the studio, it's just been Caleb Williams' highlights for the last eight minutes as we've been talking about this. Oh, brother. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620. 620 right now. This response comes from the 720. They texted in saying, I'm loving the Cardinals GM moves. I'm impressed. I can see the light at the end end of the tunnel uh unquote i think a lot of people are kind of starting to feel that way uh totally given uh, wolf a hard time there was no caleb williams uh highlights at all um so a little bit about josh dobbs obviously um uh, from alpharetta georgia uh went to tennessee from 13 to 16 um, drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the fourth round, 135 overall in 2017. Was with the Steelers from 17 to 19. Uh, Jacksonville uh, for 2019. Uh, Steelers again from 20 uh, to 2021. Uh, here is the Drew Petzing um, uh, connection. Uh, Cleveland. Uh, he was with. Uh, um, he was in Cleveland in 2022. Practice squad for the Detroit Lions in 2022. Um, and here is the uh, Monty Fort connection, Tennessee Titans in 2022. Uh, back with Cleveland on the uh, practice squad. And then now with the uh, Cardinals um, right now currently. So um, a Music City Bowl MVP in 2016, uh, 50 uh, pass completions uh, in the NFL, um, 85 pass attempts, uh, 58.8% pass complete, uh, pass percentage, uh, 456 yards, uh, two touchdowns, three interceptions, and a passer rating of 66.6. <laughs> um, so that's a little bit about Josh Dobbs in, in the NFL and kind of the, the connections. Um, and, and, uh, like I said, I'm still not hundred percent sure what, uh, the, um, not what the reason, but where Josh Dobbs fits. Um, and of course, again, Cardinals connections knows, knows the offense, um, you know, with his time at Cleveland because of Drew Petzing, Drew Petzing was there. Um, knows Monty Austin Fort, 
um, because of Tennessee. Uh, he's been in the league, so he's and has been in multiple stops and learned uh, multiple offenses. Um, I do wonder if they're just going to go with a you know a younger group and and uh, um, and Colt McCoy is out. I you know uh, I, I I don't know. It, it seems like it could be could be trending that way. It, it's it's hard to tell. If you have thoughts of Josh Dobbs, um, let me know. Um, shoot me an email at bigskysportstalk at gmail.com. You can direct message me if you want on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Big Sky Sports Talk. You can also check out other content on Twitter and YouTube also at Big Sky Sports Talk. So all four social media pages, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and YouTube is at Big Sky Sports Talk. And the email is Big Sky Sports Talk at gmail.com. Um, so very simple and easy to get in contact with me um like i said on sunday um i'll uh, i'll be um at um booyah uh, burgers fries and shakes here in billings uh at around two i'll probably be there from like two to two to four two to five somewhere in there um and uh if you see me come say hey and uh we'll we'll, we'll talk about whatever um i don't i won't have I likely won't have my podcast equipment. I I, I, I just don't see that happening. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll talk, uh, of course, uh, you know, off the record, off the air, however you want to say it. If you want, I'd like to come, uh, say, you know, come say hey and talk to you. You know, um, you'll see me and Rico there. Um, and uh, so that that should be going on on Sunday unless something changes. Um um, and I can't tell you whether or not something will change, uh, but uh, go go to Muya Billings either way. Um, as far as listening to the show, plenty of ways to listen to the show on uh, Spotify, um, Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, um, Stitcher, plenty of ways. Um, hit that bell notification so you don't miss out on a show. And... Um, and, and you know about it. Tell your friends, your family, your neighbor's enemy uh, about the show. Like, follow, comment, share um, any post you see. And just, just really help help get, get the word out there. And I thank you for, for doing that um, and, and being a, a, a listener uh, to the show. Um, until Monday, I will uh, talk to you guys uh, later. Thank you again.